Alright. So, let's take a look at it. Uh, we're on the Fresno B. Right? Not to be confused with the Sack B. And we really don't care about the Babylon B. They're not even trying. And they have said so much on camera themselves. Check Cody Johnston. Uh, but we're looking at the Fresno B. With an article up by Kimberly Cruci? K-R-U-E-S-I? I swear, it's like the names get harder and harder the longer I do this program. Ah, all right. So, Fresno B. Kimberly Cruci article headline, Judge Allows Lawsuit That Challenges Idaho's Broad Abortion Ban to Move Forward. Duh. Huh. So, Kimberly, with two E's, tells us that an Idaho judge on Friday denied a request by the state's top legal chief to throw out a lawsuit seeking to clarify the exemptions tucked inside the state's broad abortion ban. All right, let's do it again. The judge in Idaho this past Friday denied a request by the state's top legal chief to throw out a lawsuit seeking to clarify the exemptions tucked inside the state's broad abortion ban. I hate that we have to have sentences like this. That is a simple sentence at the same time a complex sentence, right? So, the state of Idaho has a top legal chief. Some folks said, hey, there's a broad abortion ban and we would like clarification on the exemptions and we're going to sue to get them. And that top legal chief said, no, we're going to toss it out. But an Idaho judge said, you will absolutely not toss it out. Let's get this clarification up and running, right? And now we pop on forward. So this uh, judge who represents the 4th District uh, goes by the name of Jason Scott. And Jason went on ahead and narrowed the case to focus only on the circumstances where an abortion would be allowed and whether abortion care in emergency situations applies to Idaho state uh, Idaho state constitutions. Uh, the constitutional right to enjoy and defend life and the right to secure safety. <clears throat> you see, but like, all those words are vague. Like, that's the thing, like, you have to seek clarification from English-speaking people because all of that shit is just a, a robust platitude, all right? Enjoy and defend life and the right to secure safety. All of those words mean fuck all, and that's why clown conservatives love it because now they can just see Trayvon Martin and say, look, I got to defend safety. I got to secure safety. I'm going to kill them. I secured safety. I'm just going to arbitrarily declare that there have been break-ins. I said bullshit. Don't trust it. So the state constitution is already a piece of shit. Toss it. Fuck them. Uh, continuing, uh, Jason Scott's decision comes just two weeks after a hearing where Idaho's attorney general by the name of Raul Labrador, Raul Labrador, I'm probably not pronouncing that great. Uh, but Raul Labrador's office attempted to dismiss the case, and uh, which uh, the case came by four women and several physicians, and they filed it earlier this year. Obviously, this article is from the end of 2023. First couple of weeks of a year are always weird for newsreaders. Continuing... Similar lawsuits are playing out around the nation, with some of them, like Idaho's, brought by the Center for Reproductive Rights on behalf of doctors and pregnant people who were denied access to abortions while facing serious pregnancy complications. According to the Center for Reproductive Rights, Idaho's constitution entitles its residents to certain fundamental rights, and but this sweeping abortion ban poses a risk to those rights then rewrite the Constitution and have all people with, you know what, it's not going to happen. Forget my good idea because good ideas are not allowed in Western culture. Continuing. Um, <clears throat> so, Labrador's office, that would be Rahul La Labrador. That's really his name? L-A-B-R-A-D-O-R? -R, Labrador? 
it's got to be Labrador or something, right? Ah, well, you know, fine. So Raul Labrador's office uh, countered that Idaho Supreme countered that the Idaho Supreme Court has already upheld the state's abortion bans, thus solving any lingering questions on the matter. So he's like, just be done. Look, deal with it. We don't want you to have rights. Shut up. Stop filing lawsuits. Stop trying to have rights. Stop trying to be an individual. Stop trying to have self-determination. You will be controlled. Shut up. That's Raul's position. Keep it official. Continuing. So Jason Scott agreed in part with the state attorneys that the state Supreme Court ruled there was no fundamental right to abortion inside the state constitution, but added that the court did not reject every conceivable um, as applied challenge that might be in a future case that might be made in a future case. And we uh, have a quote from a uh, Gail Deddy or Deedy, maybe D E A D I Y uh, Gail Deedy says, quote, we're grateful the state saw through the, we're grateful the court saw through the state's callous attempt to ignore the pain and suffering their laws are causing Idahoans. Idahoans. Uh, and Gail continues to say, now the state of Idaho will be forced to answer to these women in a court of law, end quote. These are the, I, Gail is probably not a bad person. Gail is probably not a dishonest person, but I think Gail is a silly person. Because what does answering for shit do? Like, these are people who are not you deciding that your body will be forced to breed. You just, like, what do you do? But you know what? Fuck it. It's not going on YouTube. What do you do besides kill them? Because if you don't kill them, they won't stop fucking with your body. So what is your real option outside of killing them? And then really, take a look at how people of this ideology, going back to when they were fucked up ass evil pilgrims that they've never stopped being evil um, when they first came here. If they can't get you to comply, they kill you. Look at the re- look at the history of South Africa. When the Dutch went down there and said, hey, there's folks down here. And then the British said, well, fucking go make them slaves. Here's some guns, make them slaves. And those that don't comply, shoot them. And guess what they did? That. They made them slaves and those that didn't comply, they killed them. So at the end of the day, it's comply or die for you. So what is it for them? Because if you don't comply, they kill you. If you do comply, you don't get a life and they cause you to die. So what do you do other than kill them? What is a realistic option? Beat them at the ballot box? It's a red state. Beat them at the ballot box in a national election? There's gerrymandering. There's an electoral college. There's the Citizens United decision, the McCutcheon decision. And then as we've seen in certain primaries, people just throw ballots away. You saw in Illinois um, uh, where, what, not even in the primary. This was in the general when um, the Illinois Republican was throwing votes away. So you can't beat them at the ballot box either. What option do you have other than killing them? This is not supposed to be an angry podcast. There is also a cat that wants to be a part of the program, but it's not on video so you can't see the cat coming up on my lap here as we continue so meanwhile the Idaho judge also sided with the attorney general in removing governor Brad Little Um, Labrador and the Idaho board of medicine as named defendants in the lawsuit okay so yeah, these are some serious run-on sentences, and I, I, I'm, you know, I respect the writer, but my goodness, these are some ridiculously meticulous long sentences. It makes the article not really accessible, uh, but we will do our darndest. Um, so what they're saying is that this Idaho judge, Jason Scott, sided with the attorney, attorney general, and so on this lawsuit 
the governor, Brad Little, is no longer on the lawsuit. And Mr. Labrador, uh, Raul, is also not on the lawsuit. And they're just reminding you that Brad Little is the governor and that Labrador is the Idaho Board of Med- is uh, is also down with the Idaho Board of Medicine. And the Idaho Board of Medicine is a named defendant in the lawsuit. Now, leaving the state of Ohio as the only remaining defendant. So it's just the state of Ohio versus the, uh, the, the, the what is it? The plaintiffs. All right. All right, continuing. So Jason Scott called the long list of defendants um, called as redundant, uh, saying that all three would be subject to whatever is ultimately decided in the lawsuit. Uh, And uh, Labrador's office released a statement saying, quote, this is only the beginning of this litigation, but the attorney general is encouraged by this ruling. He has uh, long held that the named defendants were simply inappropriate and that our our legislatively passed laws do not violate the Idaho Constitution by narrowly limiting abortions or interfering with a doctor's right to practice medicine, end quote. The four women named in the case were all denied abortions in Idaho after learning they were pregnant with fetuses that were unlikely to go to term or survive birth. You see, Republicans like dead babies. That's why all the mass graves exist. That's why they're so jazzed up about Gaza. They love killing, especially the most defenseless. You know, continuing. Uh, Idaho has uh, several abortion bans, but notably, Idaho lawmakers approved a ban as a trigger law in the March of 2020 before the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. At the time, any suggestion that the ban could harm pregnant people was quickly brushed off by the bill's sponsor, uh, who was Todd Lakey, Republican senator. We've read that name before. And Todd Lakey said during one debate that the health of the mother, quote, weighs less Yes, than the child, than the life of the child. He doesn't give a fuck, right? If you are carrying the fetus, he thinks you should die so a new unit of labor can be born. That and start calling them that. All right, they want to. Fe- they see a fetus as a unit of labor for capitalism, and that's the whole push behind the shit. Keep it official. Stop bullshitting yourself in 2024. Uh, ending the article, they tell uh, uh, Kimberly tells us the trigger ban took effect in 2022, and since then, Idaho's roster of obstetricians and other pregnancy-related specialists have been shrinking. Red states will have less health care. National divorce would be a good idea. I know, I know. Folks ideologically aligned with me think that is the worst possible idea is to just try just for once. Maybe let's just give it five years of what it would be like to be a split nation where we are no longer governed by fucking pilgrim Christians. But I get it. I get it. You don't want to try it. It's bad because that makes you nuanced, doesn't it? This is a positive program, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. It is up and running. Yes. Uh, Jim Banks. That name ring a bell? No, I really, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be Jim Baker when I heard the Jim part. (laughs) No, not Baker. Although he is also an asshole. Um, Jim Banks is a state representative in Indiana and he has introduced a bill. He's a Republican. Would you like to guess what the bill is? Oh, fuck. Is it about guns? Nope. Abortion? Nope. The next, the next big thing for them. Transgender folks? Yes. Okay. Right, they don't have that many. Right, it's <laughs> right, it's abortion, it's guns, it's LGBTQ, yeah, like yeah. every fucking time. Not a not a lot, right? White power, uh, Jesus cult shit, and I mean, and yeah, and pretty much everything else just kind of expands from that. Yeah, just think, 
Evil Pilgrims. Watch that horror movie Pilgrim. It's oh, low budget, yeah. but it'll help you understand, mm-hmm. you know, that sector of the whites. Yes. I think the good whites should just stop self-identifying as white. I think they should as well. Yeah. Uh, so Jim Banks has introduced a bill uh, that, well, will allow transgender kids in foster care to be placed with people who hate trans kids. Oh, I almost covered this. Did I you? Was, uh, yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, I was. Li- I was listening to someone else cover it, though. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> The bill is called the Safe Home Act, Sensible Adoption for Every Home. Safe. All right, fine. Um, And it would cut federal funding to any child welfare agencies or groups that refuse to place trans kids with transphobic foster parents. Great. Cool. This reminds me of, I forget her name now, but a couple of years ago was running for office in Illinois and basically came out and said that, um... It was better for uh, a gay child to be in uh, foster care with, like, homophobic parents who beat them rather than let them be, like, with a couple that accepts them for being gay. So it's always, like, the same-ass recycled talking points, right? They love child abuse. They love having power over people. They love being sadistic. And they want you to know that they can hurt you at any time. That's like a very big thing of their, um, like their power plays is like always making sure that you know you're always in immediate danger and they can just fuck you up whenever they want to because they think that shit's hilarious. Actually, now that I think of it, um, I was listening to the coverage of that this morning, but you probably, did you notice I was listening to this? No. I turned it off. So I turned it off in time because I actually didn't want you to hear it because I thought it would be triggering because ah. of how you had to grow up. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I, so I do remember now because I was like, was I listening to it at work or here? But yeah, I turned it off because you were coming up and I was like, you probably shouldn't have to hear this, but 11 hours later. 11 hours you're later. One, you're the one covering it. Yeah, it was in my it was in my news feed. So I was like, well, yeah. let me fucking look at it. So... Um, Banks introduced his bill in opposition to a proposed rule from the Department of Health and Human Services that would require foster care agencies to place L- to place LGBTQ minors with care providers who respect their identities. The rule is meant to, quote, address the extensively documented risk factors and adverse outcomes that LGBTQ children in foster care often experience. Banks said, quote, The Biden administration is cruelly preventing countless children in the foster care and adoption system from going to loving homes just because the parents are opposed to irreversible sex change procedures on kids. This isn't a liberal or conservative issue. It's just plain wrong and every sane person knows it. So, I'll go ahead. I was just thinking like, man, like if you're left leaning and you have class privilege and you got it like that. Man, I understand, like, life is awesome without kids, but, like, if you're, like, a mentally healthy person and you got the grits, snag up some of these queer kids. Snag up some kids in general. Yeah. Especially, you know what? I talk a lot of shit about white people adopting black kids. If you're a fucking white socialist, adopt a black kid before a white Christian gets them. Yes. Like, fucking do it. I don't give a hell. And then just... If you're a white socialist, I think you're far enough left that you understand. Meet some black people, pay the black people to do their hair. Mm-hmm. You just leave the hair alone. Yeah. You're gonna fuck it up. Don't be arrogant. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, like, going to this quote where he said it's preventing children from going to loving homes. How the fuck is it a loving home if the parents are transphobic and the kid is trans? Or if the parents are just anti-LGBTQ in general, right? I mean, very... Outside of some weirdos online, I meet very few people who are anti-trans who aren't also broadly anti-LGTBQ in general. You know what I mean? I swear to fuck, they only speak in platitudes. They only uh-huh. under, like they're gonna say loving home because that's the only thing. Like, what other kind of home are they gonna speak of? They're right. only gonna say loving home. They're only gonna say God and country. Mm-hmm. They're only gonna say freedom and liberty. Exactly. Like it's just all memorized bleh mm-hmm. <laughs> that they say. And it's wild to me how like they still get away with using these talking points, even though at this point we should all know that they're lying. Yeah. Right? Like the fact that they're still allowed to be called pro-life. Y'all Why? are some of the most anti-life people on the planet. They are you fucking kidding killing. me? They are obs- like they literally like to wear skull patches. Which represents death like a motherfucker. It's a hobby. It's a death cult. Yeah. They love... I mean, what the fuck? Didn't it... Hell, let's uh, flashback and lefty news coverage. You can pay enough money to pretend to be a cop and murder a Negro. Yeah. And call yourself pro-life. Oh, and now you can go to Israel and do it and pretend to kill Muslims. 
Ooh. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld went there. Like, I'm not kidding. Y'all can Google that shit. There's like a pretend um, IDF training camp that Jerry Seinfeld went to and they walked around with guns and doing like training sessions to like prep themselves to right. kill Palestinians. Fucking weirdo fucking shit. Fucking Seinfeld. He's just like, what's the deal with genocide? You know, right. Fucking, fucking Seinfeld. That's not going to register with Gen Z. It's not. But. I, I'm glad. You know what? No, because my audience is getting younger. I'd be looking at the numbers. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Like a lot of folks are like 23 to 30. Oh God, are the kids like, someone just say something honest. <laughs> Tell us how bad it really is. It's bad, kids. It's, it's bad. bad. <laughs> it's very, very bad. Um, but in his quote where he's obviously lying um, about these children going to loving homes, obviously if the parents are anti-LGBTQ and the kid is, that's not going to be a loving home. It's probably going to be an abusive situation. Um, even if not physical abuse, there will definitely be um, some type of emotional uh, manipulation and abuse, right? Because these are the types of homes where it's like, my daughter looks too tomboyish. I'm afraid she might try to be a trans man, so I'm going to make her wear pink dresses, right? Or um, who, what was it? who was it? Pat Robertson, who finally is fucking dead. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, who was talking about if your son has a limp wrist, just smack him. Wasn't that Pat Robert? I mean, it's a bunch of other preachers too, but I think... Right, yeah, there's right? so many. I was just like, Pat Robertson. Because I, mean, <laughs> I, I remember... Because, you know, I started out atheist podcasting, so yeah. I've done so many Pat Robertson episodes, I don't fucking know anymore. It's a real 700 Club. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And then, also, I want to point out, too, that he says, um, just because the parents are opposed to irreversible sex change procedures on kids, they don't do sex change operations on minors. So, he's also just lying. He's lying. 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 So uh, that's what he is proposing. Um, and then the, the uh, Health and Human Services Department in their statement, they also include not only recognizing a child's gender identity and pronouns, but allowing them to express their identity, facilitating their access to age-appropriate age appropriate resources, services, and activity, including gender-affirming care. He doesn't want you to be able to do that. Like, he doesn't want your kid to do anything outside of perceived um, traditional gender roles, which are a pile of shit anyway. Like, you know. So, that's what he is going for. It's really fucked up. It really is. Yeah. Um... So that's what's going on in Indiana. We'll be following it to see what's happening. While that's going on in Indiana, in Utah, there is HB 157, which would prevent. All right. I'm just going to read it because like I, one of the things I hate about like Republican legislation is that when you just say it, it sounds like you're lying because it sounds so fucking out there. So let me actually I have a screenshot of the legislation. Let me just fucking read it directly. A peace officer or child welfare caseworker may not take action under subsection 2 solely on the basis of a parent's agreement or disagreement with a minor child's assertion of their gender identity if it is different from the sex assigned at birth or the practice of having or expressing a different gender identity. So basically what they're arguing for is that even if you're like abusing your kid, right, because there are cis-hetero parents who hit their kids for not performing gender roles, they send them to those um, conversion camps where the kids get, like, all types of fucked up. They're literally saying the state is not allowed to interfere with that. Um, it's, uh, I believe this hasn't passed yet, but this is what they're trying to do in Utah, you know, that place that's overrun by Mormons, you know, the people who think that little girls should have to confess their sexual desires to grown men, the same people who think that black people are spiritually inferior and that's why you're black, but if you're good enough, you can turn white after you die. And mentioning the Mormons, uh, my bad, uh, yes. Mitt Romney was on that plane and we know, and Mitt Romney was a Mormon bishop and Mormon bishops are 13-year-old uh, girls. When they turn 13, they go alone in a room with a Mormon bishop like Mitt Romney, Willard Mittens Romney, and tell them every time they masturbated or had a sexual thought or if if they had sex, they have mm -hmm. to tell them all the details mm -hmm. alone in a room because these are the normal people and you, with your purple hair, you're the weird one. 
Yeah, you're the weird one. Yeah, I tell you, you were flowing. No, but I mean, that's really, like, these are, like, this is what they believe. This is what they do. Why are we letting them dictate national, state, and local policy? These people are a fucking menace. Because the left isn't willing to kill people. Because the left isn't willing to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. Because this shit ain't going to YouTube, I'm just going to keep saying it. Because we would have to kill everybody. Because it's not just Republicans. They're also being fucking enabled by every, like, liberal, Democrat, centrist motherfuck, too. Mm. Like, we would have to kill everyone. Like, honestly, it's it's so, God, it's so terrible. 50 state national divorce, fuck it, split every day. And right right now, we have we have a Democratic majority here, fucking split it, cut it off, I don't give a fuck, fuck them. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, t- I'm tired of the shit. It's like, can I get five cool years before I die? No. Five cool ones. No. And if I can't get five cool ones, I'm fucking grifting the divestors in the manosphere at the same time. I will literally start two separate channels and give each audience what the fuck they want and cash out on both. You wouldn't even have to do two channels. You could just do one channel, speak of everything just vaguely, like, here's what happened, what are your thoughts? And then they'll just argue and click it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be like, is he a pookie or is he a Ray Ray? <laughs> oh, I'd love to see him fucking hash it out. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> stupid niggas. Right now, I but I tell you, I like having an audience that I respect. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Whew. Like, yeah, you'll never get rich and famous, but I sleep well. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like... Yeah, like, at, at least I can fucking eat a piece of cheese. That's my first... I can have Colby Jack. I can have my first choice cheese. Mm-hmm. And that's about as luxurious as I need. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's what's going on. And, um, obviously, this is Indiana and Utah, but I would look for this uh, on a larger scale, right? Because as we're getting more to conservatives talking about, like, parents' rights and that type of shit, I imagine there's going to be a lot more of this type of stuff coming down the pipe, arguing that... Um, not only is it okay to abuse children in foster care if they're LGBTQ, but it's actually uh, a good idea to abuse them. And quite frankly, I'm just going to throw this out there as a prediction. Might be wrong. Probably right. Uh, I think that if they continue getting their way, ultimately what they're going to legislate for is the right to take your parent, uh, to take your children away from you if they are LGBTQ. And then place them with someone who will like forcefully detransition or, uh, you know, conversion therapy them or whatever the, you know, depending on the situation of the child. So, um, yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more and more mainstream arguing, um, like how they did in Russia, um, decriminalizing certain forms of domestic violence. I wouldn't be surprised if they start arguing that it's actually okay to hit your children and it actually shouldn't be a crime. Yeah, I guess basically, folks, uh, what Phoenix Cleaver is basically saying is get some bungee cords and strap yourself down for Project 2025. <sighs> yep. Yeah. And I don't. I probably don't need to cover it. So many people are. You probably already saw it. And that's why your face just dropped while you were sitting on the train or the bus or wherever you are listening to this. And everyone's looking at you like, why are they sad? And you're like, because I'm listening to my favorite podcast. <laughs> and that's why you're sad. And for that, I don't do this very often. But I apologize. <laughs> but isn't that... um. <laughs> Not, a couple years ago, I forgot exactly how you said it, but you basically said, like, I'm not here to bring you happiness. I'm your nervous system. I'm here to tell you something is fucking wrong. Feel it. Yeah. Feel it. Something yeah. is wrong. Yeah, like a, a couple years ago, and um, that was my attitude when I was um, into, into rapping. You know, I was like, I don't want to write fucking feel-good stories. Like, like, if I write a story about, like, someone gay, it's going to be a fucking sad story because... I'm a teenager and Matthew Shepard is fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not writing happy stories, nigga. <laughs> no, exactly. And I also think that it's important. Like, I know it's not fun and it's, you know, distressing and upsetting. But at the same time, someone really does have to cover these stories because if they don't get covered, we never know what happened. Right. And then there's like, like there's no timeline. There's no um, ability to like reconstruct the history of how we got here. There is no... Um, you're like everything is just like such a surprise to you because you didn't know what was going on around you and now all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Like, and so, you know, it, it is important you know, to cover this let, stuff. Let's riff for a second here because yes. like, I want to do fun shit, but like even fun shit irritates me now, hmm. right? Like, like Cat Williams, like, 
I'm listening to the Cat Williams thing, and that's the big shit right now, especially in the nigga sphere, mm-hmm. you know, and black nigg- black folks broadly and generally. Cat Williams is the thing right now. Yep. But I listened to that shit, and yeah, it was amusing, but it was also just kind of on-brand Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. And I think people, they get too caught up in it that they forget that it's a performance and he's not actually some truth teller. Mm-hmm. He's just some nigga who was a very obnoxious, pious Christian. Hmm. He said, God got me, Jesus. I'm with God, 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 God. Oh, shit. Oh, did he really? Pre- I haven't oh, listened to God. the whole thing yet. It, it was such a fucking pompous Christian. Not pompous. He's, that nigga's not intellectual enough to be pompous. But like, <laughs> it was an attempted pompous Christian rant. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. A little bit. Fucking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Like, it, it really wasn't that good. And also, it seems pretty. Na- I'm going to use the word narcissistic. I've decided. 2024, I'm going to be one of the folks that says that word a lot. Mm-hmm. Strap in. I'm going to be saying that word a hell of this year. And then, or maybe like, a, as people that are left of center. And so it's supposed to be fun and funny to dunk on Lil Boosie when mm-hmm. he does some stupid homophobic shit, but I don't like it because uh-huh. what I'm looking at is actually elitist niggas from class privilege as children, mm-hmm. class privilege as preteens, class privilege as teenagers that went on to HBCUs and white schools and whatnot. And to go be some ivory tower niggas that are basically shitting on an uneducated street nigga. Yeah. And there's kind of a fuck you to that. Yeah, I, I do definitely like feel the elitism of it. But also, like, you should have had him canceled years ago when we found out about the, the child sexual abuse shit. Yeah, now right? all they're like, doing is saying, yeah, now they're doing the, uh, well, let me not say they. He, because I covered one guy, Mark Lamont Hill, mm-hmm. and Mark Lamont Hill, he did bring that back up, but he only brought that up to just say, Boosie, you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. And when it's like, now, if you are a real head and you really knew what was going on, you would point out that that happened to Luke. That was done to Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. And for folks tuned into the wine, so remember I said there's one I couldn't remember, obviously, after I hit stop and uploaded and mixed it all down, I remembered the guy's name is Zero out of Texas. Mm. Letter Z-R-O. Zero talked about being systemically sexually assaulted when he was a child by family members. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit, it's fucked up and you're using it for fun fodder. Mm-hmm. Like, them niggas is laughing through it, talking about... It, 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 I don't like elitist niggas making money dissing the ghetto. Yeah. Fuck them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I think a, a lot of the frustration for me is because it's, like, so obviously performative. Yeah. Because you don't actually give a fuck about LGBTQ rights. No. Like, we're... Where the fuck are you? Like, again, I just mentioned these bills that are, they're trying to pass about these LGBTQ. Are y'all finna adopt these little trans kids? Are y'all finna be foster parents for these queer kids? I I saw the house in the background. Put your fucking money where your mouth is then. If you're suddenly so fucking bothered by homophobia, then do something about it. Don't just make like snarky tweets because someone who, uh, someone is now an acceptable target. And like, let's be honest, he's most, he's not an acceptable tar- target because he's homophobic. He's an acceptable target because he's stupid. Like he's a dumbass nigga. Like, yeah. And that's why it's okay to make fun of him. And that's why they're doing it. Because I guarantee if you go through those people's social circles, you will find someone who's equally homophobic and they're not saying shit about it. Yeah. You will find someone who's equally transphobic and they're not saying shit about it. You will, you know what I mean? Like you, a lot of these people themselves probably make homophobic jokes when nobody's listening off yeah. Twitter, when the cameras aren't on. And it's just, I hate the, um, like it, it's a performativeness and there's like a hypocrisy to it. And I don't like that. If you actually care about LGBTQ issues and that's why you're bothered by Boosie, then you should be talking about LGBTQ issues on a regular basis and trying to do something to help Instead of just making it into a fun hobby. Right. And at the time of recording that, uh, Mark Lamont Hill, that video he did had 7,000 views, but it was only up for 17 hours. So it's a matter of fact, let's just look now. It was uh, Mark Lamont Hill doing now. And also he had uh, 66,000 followers. Now keep in mind, 
Mark, when I say that name, you know who that is yes. already. Yes. And can you maybe even picture his face a little bit? Oh, yeah. I know what he looks like. Right. So he's actually that big of a name, mm. but he recently got fired uh, because he took, you know, like, let's keep it real. It's easy to be on the right side of history rhetorically on uh, the genocide in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, uh, but because he got fired, he's new to the YouTube hustle. So he's under 100,000 subscribers. As Phoenix and I record this, he's at 67,000. Um, but yeah. he does have like 500,000 followers on Twitter. Right. I don't know if that's monetized though. Um, I, But he used, I'm sure it's, well, I don't know if his account itself is monetized, but I know that he does have that type of reach and he regularly like retweets his own clips and you know what ah. I mean? Like, so he's basically boosting himself through outlets like Twitter where he does have, uh, let me see, right, uh, 565,000 followers. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like, And, and that video is currently at 8.7 thousand views, right? So he's, he's trying to, he's hustling it up. But also, keep in mind, now, when I say FD Signifier, you know who he is because I talk about him, but mm-hmm. would you already know? Um, He has been in my newsfeed because Soul Bunny is in my newsfeed. Ah, and Soul so, Bunny is one of his understudies. Yeah, so like yeah. he's, he, he, I would have found out much later, but he did kind of eventually make his way into my, into my newsfeed. Now, this is what I'm talking about with these niggas just being pure, apathetic, sociopathic business people. Um, FD Signifier... Uh, last time I checked, he has 500,000 subscribers on YouTube, so he's a, a larger name than Mark Lamont Hill there. Let's mm-hmm. see what he, where he is now. Dooba doop skip bop flibble dap him and Harbor Ribble Dooble. 638,000. He's, he's, you know, chasing that million, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got big money. He tells his audience, I get, and he all, and this is where FD is a good faith actor, and I kind of like him, kind of mm-hmm. like him, keep it limited, right? Uh, that he tells his audience in no uncertain terms, if you subscribe to my Patreon, you are not advancing socialism. Mm-hmm. You are not fighting capitalism or racism. All you're doing is supporting an entertainer that you like and helping my kids go to summer camp. And that's why I kind of like him. But what did Mark Lamont Hill do? He had FD Signifier on an episode to talk politics and talk Palestine for mm-hmm. a little over an hour. Mm-hmm. And FD Signifier half-jokingly said... I tried to contact him after that, but he kind of ghosted me. <laughs> That's a real clip. You can go to FD's page and see him saying that yeah. in audio, face on camera, because Mark Lamont Hill just used you to get his face in front of your five, 600,000 right. followers. Right. These are grimy ass business niggas. Um, damn, I said let's riff for a bit. I think we did another episode. <laughs> Shit. Might <laughs> have, might have. Uh, did you want to cut this and this will go to the wine cellar feed and you want to do your uh, a, the swap that uh, you had ready? Yes, I can do the swap, but before we go... Yes. Because I now feel bad that I made everybody sad with all the bad news. I Are you going to try to have fun? A smidgen of joy. These niggas want to have fun. A smidgen of joy. I want my audience sad. It's a smidge. <laughs> smidge. It's, it's, min- a, it's a smidge, midge. It's, a smi- it's, it's minuscule. Ah. Um... Kim Davis, blast from the past. Who remembers Kim Davis? Uh, These kids probably don't. You had to remind me in the car. <laughs> so I think I guessed it was the wrong person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Kim Davis, uh, this was about 10 years ago. Whew. Right? Yeah, it was almost 10 years ago. Um, was a county clerk who, by the way, I just want to point out, ran as a Democrat for her county clerk position. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, because she got basically got like outflanked by uh, the Republicans. Like the guy who was running against her was even more conservative than she was, so she switched to Democrat so she could win. I didn't know that part. Yeah, that's why she ran as a Democrat. Okay, because, I thought, like, okay. Yeah, because she um, see, and this is please don't play these patriarchy games and get into this weirdo Christianity stuff because it's always like misogyny. Um, the reason that she failed with the Republicans is because she had been like divorced two or three times and like remarried. Ah, fuck, I remember now. Yeah, so it was, like, all types of, like, slut-shaming and, like, you know, whatever. But she still wanted to be a conservative, but the men said, "Mm mm-mm, not you, hussy. And so that was why she switched parties and ran as a Democrat and won as county clerk, but was still obviously conservative, still obviously homophobic as fuck, and was not allowing gay people to get married, right? So when you get married, you go to, like, the county clerk's office, and everybody, like, answers some questions and signs some papers, and now you're a legal couple. So even after um, gay marriage was legal, she was refusing to give people their marriage certificates so that they couldn't be considered to be legally married and get all the benefits that come with that. And so she got sued a bunch of times and it was like a mess. 
Then she tried to do the, um, who, oh, fuck, who was it? Survivor, right? The Eye of the Tiger song and shit. Like, yeah, she was I like. I forgot so much of this. Yeah, she, um, yeah, she was at like something trying, I don't know if she was trying to win re-election or she was at some other, like rallying for some other politician, but like they were playing that song. Like she was some type of like hardcore fighter for justice and the band was like, stop using our shit. We don't like you. Which also like the ridiculous thing is like, again, if Christians could just get it in their heads, it, we know they'll never do this, but here's how it would work. If you just keep your marriage in your church, yeah. your your preacher, whoever the whatever the fuck pastor, whatever the fuck you call them, they marry you. You're married in your church. Mm-hmm. You made it a part of the state. That means everybody that lives in the state gets to do it. Yeah, and fuck you. Yeah. Stop trying to make your shit the state. Or fucking, or go the fuck back to Europe and make your own Vatican there. <laughs> the Europeans would never let them do I that. I swear to fuck, like, your God gave you an ethnostate. You Richard Spencers out there, you had your ethnostate. Yep. According to your God, he put you there. The Tower of Babel fell and your God put you there. You're so miserable outside of there because you're going against your God. That's why y'all are all fucked up on moonshine and all your tobacco usage and your alcoholism and your diabetes that you have. Your lives are fucked up over here collectively because your God is punishing you for not being where he put you, if you really believe that stupid book. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a good point. Like, they're just, you know, all right, I yeah. can go with it. I can go Sinners. With it. Sinners. Yeah. yeah, get punished, bitch. I say the B <laughs> word now. <laughs> But uh, Kim Davis uh, actually got sued by one of the couples that she had refused to issue a marriage license for, and she lost her court case and appealed it and lost again. And now she owes them $260,000. Fuck! (laughs) That's so many dollars. That's like a house. That's like all the single dollars. Yeah, that's a whole house of dollars. (laughs) Um... So the, and this is a new award issued by District Judge Daniel Bunning will cover $246,000 in attorney's fees and $14,000 in expenses that David Ermold and David Moore reported racking up in their lawsuit against Davis. Bunning said he reviewed the attorney's detailed time records and considered rates of inflation before approving the award, which means had she accepted it the first time, it would have been way less money. But because she tried to appeal it and went back to court, they got the interest on what was already in the judgment. So, a smidgen of praise, joy. Praise, praise God, baby. Praise God. Like it's the God's plan. The oh. Lord is, quite frankly, not working in mysterious ways, nigga. You know what he said. <laughs> nigga, it's not that fucking mysterious. Matter of fact, is there anywhere in... Because you probably actually know the Bible. Uh, quite a bit. I've read it more than once. Does the Bible actually claim any of this mysterious shit? Or is it pretty much in your fucking face? Like, oh, that God works in mysterious ways type yeah. shit? Um, not the way that Christians say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is uh, God saying, like, mind your fucking business. You don't need to worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, nigga, go pray in a closet. <laughs> That's a lot of it. Um, but most of the uh, working in mysterious ways thing in the Bible specifically is about like the end times, about like no one will know when it's coming. So stop trying to guess, just live right. But of course, they never follow the actual book. So oh. they've never even read the fucking book. Really. <sighs> so yeah, um, Liberty Council, a conservative Christian organization that represented Davis, said it will appeal the verdict uh, up to the Supreme Court following the latest ruling. However, the Supreme Court already declined to hear an appeal in 2020. So, um, yeah. And of course, their argument is, and this is why we really should be focusing on that uh, separation of church and state. Uh, They said, quote, Davis is not liable for any damages because she was entitled to a religious accommodation from issuing, issuing marriage licenses under her name and authority that conflicted with her religious beliefs. Again, stop letting these people be in positions of power. They're lit- like, they will kill you. They will rob you. They will deny you civil rights because they think their God told them so. And of course, this was like the irony at the time. Um, she was saying that the only legitimate marriage is between a man and a woman. And this was from a woman who's been married like three times. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so a legitimate marriage is between a man and a woman, and then another man, and then another man, and then another man. Oh, sounds gay, bro. And maybe that's her real problem. She's like, y'all ain't being gay the right way. You only got one man. <laughs> Fucking poly it up, motherfucker. Poly it up. <laughs> Shit. So. She's the real Pollyanna. Pollyanna. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, $260,000 to that couple. So there's your little touch of joy. Enjoy that in the sea of despair that surrounds you. Where the hell are they going to get it from? She broke. I don't know. I mean, honestly, they're probably not going to get it because I don't think she can pay it. But I think to, uh, at this point, like, the fact that they won and it's on paper is yeah. probably the win. Put them. up a GoFundMe for them niggas, man. Or let them niggas put up their own GoFundMe. People be scamming. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. all that. Let, yeah, let them niggas. Yeah, because, like, if them niggas put up a GoFundMe, I'll drop a twomp on it. I'll throw $20 at them niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this is fun. Sorry. Now I'm just uh, skimming another article about it, but it's from the National Review. I just want to know what they said. Because you know they're like weirdo conservatives over there. Oh, I, I don't read their shit. That's probably why. Yeah, they're it's like Ben Shapiro type shit. And that's what, is it, wait, like Ben Shapiro or more like Washington Examiner? Washington Examiner. Yeah, because it sounds old school. Yeah. Uh, she was faced with a seemingly impossible choice between following her conscience and losing her freedom. Counterpoint, if you can't do the job that you ran to do... Maybe that's you. Maybe that's a you problem and you shouldn't have tried to get that fucking job. It's the same opinion I have about the pharmacist that won't fill the birth control. It's your job to fill prescriptions. If you can't fill a fucking prescription, get a different fucking job. Yeah. But yeah. And also maybe more leftists. Like, I swear to fuck. I, ah, man. I, I'm not good enough at making money to get the money fast enough before I die so that we can set up our own fucking version of a... Uh, uh, what is it where they get all their judges from and shit? Federalist oh, society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we need that. We, we need something where, yeah, I'm going to use the word fucking indoctrinate. And I'm using it colloquially and not by definition, which I regularly claim to hate. I have cognitive dissonance. But fucking, we need to indoctrinate people to our ideals and then also fund and encourage them and push them forward through the school system Mm -hmm. so that they can be lawyers and become judges. And we gotta, you you gotta fight fire with justice (laughs) or something, man. Also, like, it's not even indoctrination, really. Because when you actually sit down and look at the facts in an unbiased way, again, what is it? Facts have a liberal bias or yeah. a leftist bias? Because because how can you justify this shit? How? You really can't unless you've already been indoctrinated into some weirdo, like, right-wing conservative shit. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, fuck you, truckers. Was there but, more to that article? Uh, I'm just, they keep referring to the couple as the same-sex couple. Like, I can hear, like, the tone of disdain of which they say it. Oh, is this, are you looking at the conservative? The, the National Review, oh. yeah. Um, Davis was represented by attorneys with the Florida-based Liberty Council, so they're from Florida, which is, quote, a nonprofit ministry, a ministry. Notice they're not referring to themselves as lawyers. They're referring to themselves as a ministry. Is a nonprofit ministry that operates a pro bono litigation program providing assistance and representation involving religious freedom, the sanctity of life, and the family. I think they like saying same sex because they're resentful about their own marriages. Of course, there was. Have you Ugh, seen same their, sex. Have you seen their marriages? What, Christian ones? Hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, I don't want. That's the thing, though. I don't want to police their marriages, at least not 40% of them. Oh! Hey, hey, see, it's still a funny show, man. <laughs> We're still fucking funny over here. We're all so tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what's going on. There's your uh, little joy, your moment of joy. Moment of joy. Yeah. Fuck, I finished all the cheesecake. Oh, damn, really? We're all two slices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> After two days. Because that's how my body works now. I can't eat two pieces of cheesecake in one setting anymore. This is where it is. I'm not sure that's a bad thing. It's men being <laughs> oppressed is what that is. And you know it. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Oh, shit. She was married four times, by the way. Damn. Yeah, the first three marriages ended in divorce. Hmm. Ah. Her third husband, who was the biological father of her twins, the children were conceived while she was still married to her first husband. You got pregnant by your by the third man while you were still married to the first one? 
And it's not even like, I don't care who you fuck. I don't. But the fact that you went on a moral crusade about how other people fuck when this is how you live. You fucking hypocrites. Yeah, like, God, just... Just leave us alone and go wear sandals around Dave Chappelle. Okay, go do that. Live your life, you weirdo. Uh, Dave Chappelle keeps being transphobic. I'm gonna fucking talk about his foot thing. It's weird. It's weird. It's the foot guys are always the weirdest ones. They really are. Yeah, kind of recontextualizes his whole career. Mm. Run it all the way back. Especially when he played a fried chicken pimp in a movie. Keep in mind... He acts like stereotypes bother him. He played a fried chicken pimp and he sprinkled chicken on his body so that his sex partner in the movie could cluck like a chicken and eat the chicken off of him. And I gotta check back. I'm not 100% sure, but that may have been a significantly younger Taraji P. Henson. Ooh. In that scene with him. Ooh. I might have to check back. But the name of the movie is Woo, in case anyone wants to take a look. I mean, that and the fact that, um, aside from the fried chicken pimp thing, like, his most famous character is the crackhead. From yeah. The show. Like, shut up. Mm. Shut up. Right, Tyrone Biggums, or his character Tron, which was, like, the insufferable hood nigga. Yeah. Yeah, like, he likes to... Or the... Huh. Cl- uh, Clayton Bigsby. Yeah. What the fuck? What do you do constructive, nigga? Nah, nothing. Stop people from buying affordable housing in your neighborhood? <sighs> oh, no, 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 no. Because li- Lil Bill don't want you talking like that. That just means you're uninformed. Okay. Yeah. And he is and you're not. And that's mm-hmm. how it goes. Mm-hmm. I bet only one of us read multiple articles about it. This is why I'm never going to fucking be cool. Too honest to be cool. Like, I'm so glad that y'all 56 people are subscribed to the Patreon. Because <laughs> that's... I got 56 niggas. And I ride with y'all. Even though you're mostly white women, you're 56 niggas. 56 niggas deep. 56 niggas deep. <laughs> yeah, I am the drunken master. Alright, alright. And you are a collective of Lola Damones. <laughs> <laughs> with a ill crew. <laughs> And we grow like mild do. We should move over to swap, maybe. I know you're still looking for tidbits. Oh no, I'm just glancing at uh, to see if there was anything else in my newsfeed. I think if Phoenix Kalita was a broadcaster alone, that would be the most dead air, half an ass show. It fucking would be. <laughs> it's terrible. I can't stop myself. But oh yeah, we're still on. Oh, <laughs> shit. People be like, "Yo, there's silence. Your microphone's down." No, I was just reading Twitter yeah, for so ten my minutes. Bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm like uh, like the beginning episodes of Frasier, like the first season of Frasier when he's still trying to figure out like the radio, hmm. and like Roz would like run it and be like, "That's it, dead air." <laughs> <laughs> no dead air. <laughs> I learned that when I was 17 at KPLU. No dead air. No Somebody dead freestyle air. or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Just look away. Yeah, that is 52 ass minutes. See how much better it got when Phoenix Kalita showed up. When it was just me, look at the direction it was going. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get the fuck out.